0: Well, if you've been listening to WJR for some time, you know about our annual Christmas on Us campaign. We're we're excited here at WJR to bring it back. Help us recognize and honor those who have served our country and worked on the front lines to keep you and I safe. Nominate Michigan military, first responder, frontline worker families you know who are deserving, and we'll give them a gift of Christmas this year. For full details and to make your nomination, Visit WJR.com. And as always, WJR's Christmas on Us is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors like Genesis Cadillac, Kearns Brothers, Weingards, and Warren Consolidated Schools. So we we are very excited, as always, uh, around this time of year uh, for for that to come back and uh, give back to those that have given so much to us. Uh, all right, eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven, eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR. If you want to wrap about what's going on inside the Michigan GOP, that's there for you as well. But uh, we we talked to Lomas Brown earlier. Nice weekend for the Lions, and now we welcome in Angelique Shangalis from the Detroit News to talk about the good weekend that was for the Michigan Wolverines. Angelique, good to have you.
1: Chris, it's great to be here. Thank it, you.
0: It was a it was a nice weekend in Indianapolis. I hope you had some St. Elmos.
1: I did not. You know, I've oh, spent so much time in Indianapolis right? in my lifetime covering stuff. I got there very late on F- Friday. Fair enough. Did not, did not go to St. Elmo's. <laughs> uh,
0: the game was... I, I don't know what I really expected. It's about what I expected. Offensively for Iowa, they're anemic. I mean, they, they are just horrific. Defensively, they're very good. And, and I think it played out exactly where it was. I think Vegas had the line at 22, 23 and a half, something like that. And Michigan won it 26 to nothing. What did you think of the game?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. And I I think my prediction, I had uh, Iowa scoring for 13 and, and really I thought because of the defense, I I thought they were good for a pick six in this game, but obviously that didn't happen. And um, yeah, I mean, I think pretty much it it went as I thought for Michigan. I mean, they didn't have Will Johnson out there and they, and they didn't need to have Will Johnson out Mm -hmm. there. He's recovering from a, a lower leg issue and, you know, it's their first game without Zach Zinner at right guard, and um, I was interested to see how that was going to play out. You know, how the how this offensive line was was going to do, and um, of course, he's not going to be able to get back because he had the you know surgery, surgery. right after the Ohio State game. But um, but the offensive line still needs it still needs some work. You know, they they really need to to get that shaped up heading into this Rose Bowl. It,
0: it, I thought they played. I mean, th- this was a it, this game is, has been difficult from the standpoint of, you know, they get so high for that Ohio State game uh, over the last three seasons. Inevitably, you're going to see a little bit of a dip. And and I think we saw that a little bit. It's hard to get up for those kind of games consistently after beating Ohio State. But the fact that Jim Harbaugh wasn't on the sidelines the last three weeks and then returned, what did you see from from the sideline, having Harbaugh back, were was there more juice? Were they excited to have him back? Obviously, they were. But from a from a kind of nuts and bolts standpoint, what what did him being back mean for this team?
1: Well, I you know, talking to the players afterwards, I, I think that they did they they really felt more comfortable having him back, and, and um, you know they 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 did they went three games without him, and Sheryl Moore was the acting head coach. I don't think they ever lost a juice, though. You know, I, I think that is something that, you know, Harbaugh was there all week preparing them, just not on game day. And I, I still think this, this group is very self-motivated. Um, you know, they just don't seem to flinch, and that is something that they've embraced all season. I think it was their defensive backs coach, Steve Klingscale brought that. He was talking to the team, the entire team, one Friday early in the season, and he, and he talked about never flinching. And I think that that team, this team has embraced that. And, um, and so they didn't flinch without Jim Harbaugh. And, and, you know, when he came back, I I think they just felt more comfortable. Like it it was back to normal. And, um, but I, you know, I didn't notice a noticeable difference. They, they jump, you know, they come out on the sideline and start the game, got their chairs up and, you know, they're bouncing around. I just think afterwards talking to a lot of these guys, um, they, they really did. They just, they were so happy to have him back. And, and that was the difference. They were just, they just felt like it was more complete now.
0: It was a wild championship weekend. I mean, across the board, Alabama beating Georgia, uh, FSU beating, uh, Louisville, uh, without Jordan Travis. And, um, it, it was, it was a, a fun weekend from a, from a fan perspective, but when it came to the college football playoff committee trying to figure out who belongs in, who belongs out. Alabama got the nod over Florida state who was undefeated conference champ of the ACC. Um, did you think that was the right call? You know,
1: I, I really thought it was going to be Florida state. I, I really did. And I listened to these, these conference calls after every uh, Tuesday night, after the the rankings are released, ask questions and, and that was a question that had been posed a week earlier about having an injured player, and, and you got the sense the committee was not going to weigh heavily on that. And and clearly, that, that was a big issue. And, you know, I think the, the Michigan players, when I got into the room yesterday before the announcement, I saw a lot of them doing the, the Florida State, you know, the tomahawk chop. So I think that they were all expecting to see yeah. Florida State and and a little bit you know I don't you know I I know that there's a lot of conversation about the muted response when Alabama popped up but I I just think that they were all convinced that Florida State was deserving and would be in there and Mm -hmm. probably did want to play Florida State considering but um, yeah I mean I think you're seeing so much there's so much reaction now to Florida State being left out it's it's going to be a very interesting debate obviously it can't be changed but it really is unfortunate because um yeah they had they had such a good season going and and it's such an unfortunate situation with their quarterback.
0: Yeah, I am with you. I I just think I thought Florida State was was going to be in. I didn't think the committee had enough reason to keep Florida State out, but they did and instead Michigan draws Nick Saban mm-hmm. and Alabama. And and if you would have told me, you know, around the time Alabama lost to Texas that mm-hmm. this team was going to be in the playoffs, I would have called you crazy. I mean, I, I just th- this is not a vintage Nick Saban, Alabama team. They don't have uh, the the star studded players uh, on the outside. Their their skill players are are a bit less than they have been in the past defensively. Same thing. Um, but somehow Nick Saban's got that 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 fairy dust that he's able to sprinkle. Uh, and he's turned this team into a playoff team. What What do you think of this draw for for the Wolverines?
1: it's a good matchup. I, I really do. I mean, I think that Alabama, you know, the quarterback's interesting guy too, Jalen Milrow. I mean, he, he got benched early after that loss to, to Texas. He didn't, he didn't play the next game and and then came back and started and, and has led them to 11 game winning streak. And, you know, I think he's, he's, I don't think a great passer, but he is very dangerous as a runner. And I think it's going to be a, a big test for Michigan's defense to stop him, contain him. But, but I agree with you. This is, this is not the uh, I'm trying to think what year it was when uh, it was Shea Patterson was at Michigan and and they played Alabama and, and that boy, that's uh, skill. Yeah. The skill, the skill positions players on that team were unbelievable. And um, yeah, but I, I, this is a good matchup. And, and I think that um, it, it's going to be fun to see these two, I think what did Harbaugh call them? The two blue bloods playing yeah. in, in the Rose bowl will be, will be pretty cool.
0: No doubt about it. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, Pasadena right around the corner. Angelique Schengelis, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. All right, we'll talk again soon. Got to take a break. More next on JR Afternoon.